Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 25. And today we're talking about Jennifer's experience with Unleash the Power Within. Why do you sound confused? (laughs) Just because... Unleash the power within, question mark. Well, can you? Do you? So tell me, what what is this thing? What is Unleash the Power Within? Because it sounds quite epic. What is it? Well, yes. Hi, how are you? Um, Well, today we wanted to break down. I've just recently, one of my life goals in recent years has been to attend Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within seminar. It's four days and usually it's typically in huge, big arenas. He's been doing it for 47 years. And if you've seen the documentary on Netflix about Tony Robbins, um, there's one called I Am Not Your Guru. It's similar to that. That's not the exact seminar. That's a different one he does. But yeah, the whole point is you go and it's total immersion and you learn about human psychology okay so you couldn't go to an event no so with lockdown or covid happening throughout the world they actually decided i had it on my vision board one of my goals this year for us to go to birmingham i think it was being held this year it's been year. on your vision board or it's your for thoughts years. for ages oh hasn't so it? in person i think where did the tickets start from oh um i think they start about the 500 pound mark all so, the way up to about so these, four thousand yeah so these yeah. things are generally held in um fairly big yeah, buildings yeah, 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 or yeah. arenas well maybe not quite massive thousands arenas, of but people. there's thousands and thousands of people um probably 10 15,000 sitting and Easily. what you'll find is that if you get the 500 pound tickets then you're at the back end of nowhere there's which, different tiers <laughs> so whereas if you go for the top tier that's expensive then you get your food included and you also i think get to have a meal where tony robbins kind exactly of does a little it's all about what ticket it. you have closer to tony maybe so i know you get some dinners a concierge service there's bonuses depending on the ticket you've got like ruby and golden vip and all that. so this one obviously they've put it to a virtual event because they can't do anything in person exactly which also exactly. means that everyone's exactly the same everyone gets the same experience there's no variation in it so this particular event was due to be in Birmingham in I think May April 2020 I think it was originally scheduled we had not bought tickets but interesting thing because it's been on my goal list for so long we chat about it as well you know I was desperate I wanted to go last year almost doing it I'd kind of placed in my mind going to it and I actually made a booking for a hotel that gave you one of those you know guaranteed your money back you could cancel it I made the booking and then the moment that lockdown happened I was like well it's definitely not going to happen likely right so cancelled it thinking there wasn't going to be any more events of this nature all year and they announced that instead of in person they would start to do this year these virtual events so I went to unleash the power on UK time as a virtual event so it was open to everyone throughout the world we all had to pay the same ticket price my price I think worked out as like 320 pounds for four days that's not bad value for the amount for of four time days, you get four yeah. days and also compared to the price in person that's mm. that's not bad there was different tiers though if you had bought a ticket for the physical event you got other stuff in your package but because I 
had just signed up for the, the virtual event, it was just one, you know, you're dialing into Zoom. What I would say is because it was on UK time, it, it somewhat was better because sometimes these things can be US times. You can be getting up crazy times in the night. These were 15 hour days though, right? It was really, really long hours days. in front of the computer. I was sit there from about eight, nine in the morning and sometimes it wasn't finishing till 11. You know what it was like. The kids were long in bed. And the great thing was though, I think they ended up with 15,000 people all around the world. Like I was in different rooms with people from India and Singapore and America, multi-language as well. You could, there was German, Hebrew, everything. And the whole thing was worked around though. So it was meant to be as high energy as you can be. So these events are incredibly high energy. You're dancing, you're yelling, you're singing, you're chanting. And well, you could tell as a bystander, they were constantly getting you up. They were constantly getting you dancing, moving, agreeing, right? Yeah, they definitely don't have you sitting in your seat for very long (laughs) between kind of, I guess, making you quite energetic. Yes. And I suppose keeping your energy going. So what I would say is... We'll go into what you thought of it, what yes. different things you had and stuff. I'm going to call out some of the major learnings and what I thought of but it. But I would absolutely. say it was a technical marvel. So oh, just from an, from an outsider's point of view, it was Zoom. And every time I've seen a Zoom call hosted, no matter how good your internet connection is, you still get some of this fuzziness. Mm. Whereas this was a presentation where they either played video at various points or they were doing live stuff um, from a kind of stage that they set up. And the quality was awesome. Mm. The fact that every day you went into the Zoom call, you ended up in exactly the same room with the same people. Yes. They would also then at times break you out into smaller groups of two, three, four, whatever exactly. it is. Exactly, yep, yep. And then somehow get you back into your original group. <laughs> it was really, really clever the way they yep. managed yep. to work with the tech teams in order to make it happen. So it was a lovely, seamless experience. Yeah, absolutely. So... Talk us through. Talk us through the days. Talk yeah. us through maybe where it starts and, and where you end up. Sure. So to kick off, because it was a virtual event, we actually had a couple of pre-sessions, if you remember the Monday, Tuesday. So it's, it was on a Thursday to a Sunday UK time. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, though, an hour each night, we had a warm-up, a couple of deep diving with not Tony Robbins, but one of his coaches about why are we doing it? What's our motivation? Because people, I'm not joking, people go to this event and it's renowned for being life-changing. Would you agree? Like people go to it and see it transformed their life. Yeah, I think that a lot of people go to various Tony Robbins events mm. and the thing is he is an individual could be polarizing because mm. he's quite um, loud and brash and in your face <laughs> in the way he does things. Absolutely. And some people maybe don't resonate with that mm. and a lot of people do. And I think the way that the events are run and the way that you're challenged to think mm. means that you can definitely come out with a lot of insights mm. if you're in a place to receive them. Absolutely. So Tony Robbins himself is 60 and um, He's been doing NLP. The predominant of his work is NLP stuff. And he's been doing that, as I say, since 17. So he's really honed his craft. And also, he's worked with the past four out of five US presidents. So he's a high-performance coach. He also works with a couple of sports people right now, some of the high-performance in the boxing industry. You pay a million dollars for a couple of hours of his time, And he takes a cut of whatever it is that you do after that. So he gives you the advice, he gives you the knowledge so you can become better. And he takes a piece of that pie. It's smart, it's smart. Because if you've helped someone achieve the next level, anyway, we won't discuss that. So my experience. So we had those pre-sessions on the Thursday kicked off 
off, I think, at nine o'clock in the morning on the dot. High vibe straight away. There was dancers out. There was people getting us warmed up. Half an hour later, boom, we're straight into like what I would call a classic lecture. Somebody standing up. But the way that they did it, we were all in these micro rooms. So my room had about 500 people in it. And it looked like there was up to 20, 30 easily. Lots of different rooms to make up the 15,000. But very quickly, the technology was such that you know, then when we were getting questions, we had a booklet we were sent in the post. We also had a bit of wood. We had a couple of different signs to hold up. So you were working through this booklet and it's and it's key questions that is like kind of journaling. So what are your reasons for doing something? But I loved the fact that during the sessions, they would then send us off to these kind of micro rooms and then pull us back in. You didn't need to do anything at all. And actually the rooms themselves, you were, you know, were with people maybe from random parts of the world who spoke your language, but often you were getting to know other people and you could see the excitement as well in their eyes. It was really quite intense. So when you say rooms, it's mm. more, if you've ever been on any conference call where there's yeah. multiple people, ultimately you can see other people's cameras from the rooms mm. and also there's a chat function within yes. there. Yes, so but, we're encouraged to chat to each other, make it constructive and everything. But the main screen is always the kind of action that's yeah. happening. So your room doesn't become a feature of anything at all. It's more, it's a side thing if you want to utilize it mm. but in theory the room that you're in apart from the little breakout pieces mm. the room actually makes no difference to anything because it's yeah. not so much of an active part if you no. want to chit chat or ask a few things you can but it's not necessary so it's no. so day one yes you started off with um this kind of i guess fitness class almost yep yep it was dancers that were out and then to take part and then you get tony robbins on day one yeah no yeah he shows up straight away right and i think he did most of the day i want to say he did about 10 hours we had somebody before one of his other coaches um but i i would also say as well that getting prepped and ready they actually made sure like these rooms it felt like they were selecting people on similar paths as well there was quite a good blend of people who had businesses people kind of the way you'd be sitting next to random people in a Tony Robbins actual event, right? You don't know who you're sitting beside. You don't know who's against you. So yeah, so day one was essentially designing your successful lifestyle. So right away, you know, it's motivational, but transformational. That's the way he doesn't want to be just a motivational coach. It was deep diving in. He was talking about, you know, people's belief systems, how they work with human psychology, also about human needs and actually how to work out what your needs are the strongest in your life so we all have six needs and um, it's basically broken down to security and um, variety ironically so you like things to be secure but everyone likes a bit of spice of variety you also like feeling significant you also like feeling love and comfort companionship and then you have a couple of spiritual things you look for so you have contribution and then you have growing and giving so you mm-hmm. know six key areas and most of the things were deep diving in to the psychology of success so what sets the high achievers apart from average people really and then also figuring out what have been your past highest priority values out of those six and what would you like them to be so it was a it really was a game changer day so a lot of it is i guess presenting you with information and thoughts and then because you've got this booklet to work through lots of blank spaces in it for questions and answers Mm -hmm. it's for you to then deep dive into your own personal application of it Mm. and then you break out into little groups to everyone discuss and share their little bits and pieces so 
it's it's quite interesting, I guess, you get to work out if you're not conscious of where you favour particular things, like whether you're someone that prefers security or variety yep. and why. And also, didn't they look at the ways that you, um, in healthy and unhealthy ways, oh, yeah, exactly. look at security yeah, yeah. and variety and things like that. So it's quite good that they're exploring not just your positive behaviours, but your mm. negative behaviours in those areas too, which mm. I, I think rounds things out. And obviously... Mm. For some people, it might be easier to find the positives or negatives in particular areas. Absolutely. And then when yeah. you come to the discussion point, sometimes it can maybe highlight things that you didn't think of yourself. Absolutely. And I think with human needs, so that's universal, right? We've all got those. And like, so for you as a man, your default or one of your priorities will probably be significance. That's the kind of hardwiring of a masculine energy. We yep. want to feel important. You want to feel like, you know, you're out there hunting and gathering. No, I gather after you and you hunt. You know, whether or not we like, what's built into us but that's the basic of the masculine energy is yeah. you want to feel that you are looking after your little tribe well the other flip is though realizing some actual needs and values that we go after are destructive so that and also they could be bashing off each other they could be basically pulling you in opposite so let's say for example you wanted security but also you quite like variety which all of us do well, that's pulling you in two directions. So of course, you're going to be frustrated. Of course, you're going to be stuck in life. And actually being feeling significant and certainty are the ones that there's always negative sides to. So I learned that as well. Love and then some variety. There's only positives to that. It really tends to be that. Like if you're wanting love and connection, tends to be that it's a positive. Hopefully you wouldn't have mm -hmm. destructive habits that get you it. But you know, it tends to do good in the world. The same with variety. Well, that's down to trying new things. Again, you can feel the vibe of it. It's yep. high energy. Where certainty, well, that's where a lot of pain comes from a lot of people, right? If you absolutely need to know that you can control everything in life, is that going to be possible? Um, it's not going to be possible. And also I think that your drive to secure that security exactly. can exactly. also be destructive. Exactly, right. That's where anger comes from. That's where, you know, people will make choices to make sure. And also life changes. So if you need security as your number one absolute, you're going to fail you're going to fail 99 times out of 100 because mm -hmm. you can't because you're not the universe you're not god whatever you call it the other thing about significance well let's think about it a lot of people want significance and that's why they're picking up guns or that's why you know they're being angry they're to feel the power trip if i you know try and control this person or try and use my words or my stature or my feeling significant in terms of how many degrees can i have you know all these things they're not actually fulfilling you as a person. You're using mm -hmm. them to hit this one need in pretty much a destructive way of yourself. So it's super interesting. So then you got towards the tail end of day one. I know, this is exciting. This is, this is where your little <laughs> piece of wood came in. Yeah, so we all got sent a piece of wood. Now, if you've heard of the Tony Robbins event, one of the traditional things that happens on day one to really get you fired up in what you could achieve is you walk on fire. So they lay out the coals and everyone can walk on fire. But obviously, we couldn't do that in everyone's house. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think having hot coals in the living room would have it been the best It might be a little destructive. So they sent us these plywood boards. Was it plywood? What was it? It's just wood. Just wood. There you go. That's a technical term. Yeah, so what we had to do is the last thing that night, it was like half nine at night, we're, you know, at the end of the day, you were to write on all your limiting beliefs, get a pen, write, flip it over, and write all the good things you want to achieve. And you basically had to karate-style break 
the hacha hacha. The whole point was to break through your limiting beliefs. Yes, exactly. And to basically destroy those. This piece of wood was probably about third of an inch thick. Yeah, it, well, it, it so, felt decent, but not like mega, mega thick. And also, it's one of those things where if you put the force through the grain, then yes, it's not going to be yeah. difficult. But also, because they showed various people on screen doing it, so mm-hmm. as the process was happening, they can cut to people who are watching and taking part in this event at any time, which mm-hmm. they did, mm-hmm. um, mostly in the kind of um, celebration and kind yep. of energizing yep. elements of it. But they showed people, and there were definitely people that were struggling with it. And I think. Like for me, because I'm more practical, I look at it and I say, well, I can see the grain. I can mm. see that this wood's going to, if if you put force through it and no, not even a crazy amount, yeah, yeah. it's going to break no problem. It doesn't matter. It was but, super fun. But I think because I'm logical, then I can see that. Mm. Whereas a lot of people definitely saw it as a bigger obstacle mm. than it was. Mm. So for you, I mean, also the prep work for it seemed to be taking ages, like talking <laughs> about how you must do it in a particular yeah, way and use yeah, this part yeah. of your hand and force through it and everything else. Yep. But I think it's a lot of it's building up the anticipation mm. and um, just making it something relevant oh, and, and something yeah. substantial. So we put that between the two chairs. I know, exactly. I got taught how to do it. Wow, and, and then style. straight through. Yeah, I did it. Super um, fun, super so, fun. You know what, that's a really good way, I think, of ending day one because you mm. end on a really good high. You've done something quite interactive mm. and I think that makes a big difference. Absolutely. So, so one thing I would say is because of it's four days and this one was a virtual event yes. and the next one next year is also a virtual event. That's what they planned already, yep. And also I think they're doing other virtual events yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. It's one of those things actually I think is you need to definitely set your world up to allow it to happen because Absolutely, four days with the family in the house, kids around and everything else, and you starting anywhere between eight and nine in the morning and finishing yeah. anywhere up until about 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. For you to be chopping wood at <laughs> about half 10, 11 at night, and also then having the, the, the tunes blaring as you're dancing around, yeah. it's definitely a little bit of management that needs to happen. Absolutely. Um, and we managed what, that okay. But. Yeah, I was going to say, no, so it's a complete immersion experience, right? When you go to the live event, you don't have your kids there. You don't have people, toilet breaks. You don't have, like, basically also during the day, you got one break, would you agree? I think I had pretty much like one half hour or one on hour day one was half hour. Day. I think you had a little bit more on the other days, but day one was a official half hour break. Yeah. So you just need to, if you need to go to the loo or get a drink you or something. You just go as quick as you can. So, so I was making the dinners and bringing them to you wherever you were in the house. I and know. You, you, you changed your location yeah. from the living room a lot of the time to bedroom and office area yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Um, but so we ended day one, you chop in the wood late at night, go to bed all hyped up <laughs> and then you come around to day two. Now yep. day two is not a Tony Robbins day. So, no. So no. he has, he, he just talks a lot and also he's got this really gravelly grating voice. He always <laughs> has. And to me, no, that's, so. that's basically cheese grating your vocal cords. And it clearly has because under doctor's orders, he's not to yes. do more than one day in a row because otherwise he's going to lose his vocal Absolutely. cords. And hearing him, you can You, you can, can tell. tell why he's it, the best in his Even field. if you go and watch the Netflix documentary and you hear incredible. his voice, you think to yourself, geez, that's that's a sore throat waiting <laughs> to happen there. No, but he's incredibly... To speak for 12 hours, like absolutely hats off. He trains like an athlete. Um, but what I, I just want to quickly cover also in terms of prepping yourself for the best experience before we get too into it. Like Matt looked after the kids for four days straight and not that he's not capable just because he's our father, of course he is, but 
to get the most out of the virtual event, you must treat it the same as if you're actually away there. You have to make sure, like we meal prepped, we made sure all the dinners were super easy, super ready, nutritional meals, snacks, drinks, water, everything. We also made sure, like getting the kids to and from school, also childcare after, you had to take full responsibility, I had to move about. To get the most from this event, you have to watch the whole thing. I'm yeah, being because I, I, I saw the difference. Seeing the chat box in my room, it was really frustrating when people must have gone away for a couple of hours and gone, "Oh, what's happening now?" You know, and things. And you're like, "Well, why? Why didn't you stay and watch? You know, you knew it was happening for four days. Why are you going away and coming back if you can't commit to four days and don't sign up?" You so know. I think the hardest bit of it really is not so much looking after kids because I do that, you do that, and that's not a challenge. But it's more steering people so that somebody can be in a separate room entirely Absolutely, yeah. and they can have the volume up, but the kids aren't trying to go to you to ask you for things. Because your camera's on as well, right? Exactly. Your camera's on the entire time. So that's the harder bit. It's not the looking after, it's steering them to be in the right places at the right times and everything else. I mean, you know, doing food, bedtime routines and things like that, it's not so much of a problem. And also, I think for you, mm. you need to make sure you give yourself permission to do it because mm, it's very yep. easy to feel guilty about not maybe being as engaged during dinner time Absolutely. or during the times when you're getting prepped for bed because pretty much everything happened yep. and they just basically were presented to you <laughs> clean and ready for bed for a kiss goodnight and then that was I know, it. I know. Um, but it works well and also because it is only a four-day event, mm -hmm. it means it you can sacrifice. Mm. I think it's harder to sacrifice though when you're in your own house. Mm. I think if you'd gone to an event, you feel more comfortable doing it. Mm. It's like when I did my motorcycling trip because I was away for a couple I of days. I know that was it, you were gone. You're, you're out of the house and yeah, everything yeah. else. So I think in the house is a little bit harder. Absolutely. But you manage very well in focusing on your isolation mm -hmm. and then the rest of the house managed to work around you. And so, I think it helped also the kids were at school a couple of days. You yep, know, it's absolutely. stuff like that. And that things makes things like that. Um, but yeah, so that was, I just wanted to call it that. But yeah, day two, so Tony Robbins wasn't any kind of speaker for it. And already you could sense the vibe from some of the participants like, oh no, this isn't going to be as good enough. Well, because but, it should be the Tony Robbins show as far as a lot of people are concerned. Yeah, Maybe they've seen it on not, Netflix. Yeah, but And therefore they, 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 they want him. Now, even in person, when you go into the events live mm. and um, it's not this online thing, he doesn't do day two. What they have is they have exactly the same as you had. Yes. They have speakers coming out to do and present certain bits, but they also have video of Tony, of Tony Robbins yep, yep. having done previous events yep. that they play. And that's a theme of, I don't know if they did that on day one. No, there was no video recording on day one. I but think even it was on two, the, three, four. Even on the other day mm. that he was presenting, yeah, he had they clips. had some of the videos yep. played back because ultimately he's been doing these events for a long time mm -hmm. and... When you're thinking about human behavior, unlike technology, which changes and lifestyle choices and various things that maybe evolve over the course of time, mm. human behavior doesn't really change. Mm. So absolutely, they'll be tweaking things as they need to. But I would guess that what they're presenting today for this type of event mm. is going to be largely similar to what they did 10 years ago. Yeah. And therefore, them running video from whatever it is that they recorded it... Mm doesn't feel out of place the advice is as valid today as it would have been whenever they recorded it mm. and, and also i guess it just makes sure that you're getting some more of tony and the advice from a source with the right kind of passion behind it mm. but the other presenters i saw little bits and pieces and definitely they were excellent, weren't they? They the were guy really that good. started off day two yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought was really good yeah, yeah, yeah they were all really good the thing is uh, like 
the lot, a lot of Tony Robbins' stuff is very structured in that he's tailored the story, he's tailored the, the, the strategies he's trying to share with you, he's tailored the outcomes he wants from you. And to be honest, he's been honing that for 47 years. So there's going to be similar stories, if not the same story, there's going to be a similar outcome. And actually, I had downloaded the audiobook of the event back in April, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to it in the car now after I've been and to And you hope you're hearing similar anecdotes. You're, seeing it, you're hearing the same stories right and that's because he's taken the the key things that work the key things that trigger people and put them into an event now a lot of the presenters and things we're talking about you know it changes it evolves and i think it does to some degree but i do think the structure is very similar the it certainly feels like it's been that way for a couple of years now a lot of people were talking about doing the event more than once i'm not sure and we'll cover this later i'm not sure if i'm that person um but yeah certainly so day two Two was all about going you've set you've got your success formula you know what you're looking for okay how do we close the gap between your future and today and it's really all about personal momentum that's where the unleash the power comes from what can you do today to make sure you propel yourself forward so not push yourself but draw yourself to your future so this was all about deciding about how do you actually figure out intelligently what you want the strategies you want to model and then action and his whole thing is massive action which is what we preach right you can't just have a wish you've got to put action in your calendar you've got to take action towards it absolutely if you're not doing something to get to where you want to be then in all likelihood it's not going to magically happen no no it's it's not (laughs) well you you can potentially have magic happen if you do lottery and you want money to be a solution then possibly that could randomly turn up but the (laughs) likelihood is slim to none for a majority of people and therefore you have to be taking action towards it and yeah as you said day two was about driving you towards working out what the actions are and then work on how you're going to take them absolutely so this day in particular we covered the pyramid of mastery so it's all about seven key areas in your life and if our mastermind anyone from our mastermind is listening to this podcast you know i shared a prosperity wheel it's the same kind of concept they went over this idea that there's really a wheel of life so it's relationships it's impact it's your personal health it's your money it's your impact in the world all these kind of key areas and getting us to kind of lay well how how good is it how good is your life do you want are you a five just now when you want to be a 10 what is a 10 what's a six and it was all about setting yourself what I want to in the next six months or year go from a five to a seven okay what will that look like and deep down you know all those really great strategies and I think to be honest the first two days is not dissimilar to a lot of stuff I know already So I could imagine being completely brand new to personal development, never having gone to a seminar, never read reading a book and being completely mind blown at what the human capacity is, right? Yeah, I think that because you have taken a look at self-development and been doing various books and activities for, for a long period of time, then the thing is when you, as I said before, when you're looking at people, self-development, growth, everything else, 
there's nothing really new. So therefore, all of these things that are being said are similar to things that you've seen and read before. But they are, um, in cases, highlighted in a different way. Mm. And also, they draw your attention to something where maybe you didn't focus as much when you looked at things before. So when you're talking about these six areas, um, I think it was presented in some kind of like... Seven areas. It was a pyramid pyramid structure. So what was the thing that you had, which was the kind of pie-shaped, donut-shaped, which was segmented into... It's the same thing. It's just another way of segmentizing. Okay, so so what they had was ultimately a circle. It was segmented into multiple pieces. And I think you basically, from the center outwards, filled out where it was and everything. And then you could see kind of where your balances were. So anything that was quite full, it means that you're you're hitting that mark. And anything that's not quite as full means that you're not hitting it quite as well. And then it's for you to focus on how much focus you want to put on that area Mm -hmm. and whether any of the areas that are full could be fuller and the areas that maybe are a bit weaker, how important they are to you to fill up yeah and I, th- I think what was key for me so n- nothing felt brand new really a little bit deeper explanation I liked some of the questioning strategies um, a lot of the stuff was very unique to Tony Robbins you know a lot of it was quite old school wisdom which is great like let's go back to basics I love prosperity and old school wisdom right basically ask for what you want Believe you can achieve it. His whole thing is about empowerment to get you to believe it because anything's possible. It's whether or not you decide you can achieve it and then take action. And I think for me, so the last part of day two was then about how could you actually drive businesses as well with this philosophy? So very much where you are just now, and I, oh, it's just come to mind here. The one reason that I do love Tony Robbins and how he works with people is he believes that you are probably better changing than waiting on life to make you change. So it's better to be in control, inverted commas, of your change and growth. Decide how you're going to grow rather than let life throw you the curveball, life give you the illness, life make you redundant, life, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's good, I like that. You like that, right? Look at your eyes. So basically he said, you know, take control of your vision, don't wait for life to throw you the curveball. You know, these things will happen or could happen. But if you've decided, well, do you know what? In a year's time, I want to have left my job. I want to have a business. Well, do it. Don't wait to be made redundant. Don't well, wait till the world forces you. And also you. don't wait until you're almost at that year if you could mm. do it today. So actually, I think also a lot of his things are oftentimes you'll know that something maybe has got a change coming, mm, that is changing mm. the air or whatever. Yeah, so maybe bank. if you're running a business or you're trying to do something, you can feel that things are just not either flowing the way absolutely, you want them to absolutely. or things have slowed down or whatever it happens to be. And I think the point is rather than wait for it to maybe fall away entirely yeah. or for things to slow down or for momentum to be lost, that's when you need to start to pivot yes. rather than wait for the point where things are so bad yeah the way you where you're forced to make a change yeah so it's really all about understanding pain and pleasure with humans we will move away from pain faster than we will pleasure that's the irony of the human nature right you and i know that you know having x y and z or feeling fitter or healthier or whatever will make us feel great but yeah we're okay ah, i'll be fine but if you end up getting an illness or you lose your job, this intense pain will make sure that you go in the opposite. You don't want to end up with an illness or get diagnosed with something before you get healthy. Well, but that's what most people do. Well, the thing is, we want to stay comfortable. Yes. That's what our drive is in life. That's what we always want to achieve. And if we get pain, we'll make a change. If we get pleasure, then we'll look more for it but if we get neither Mm. and potentially even if you get like a dull ache of pain in your life Mm. 
you can get comfortable with it and you exactly. can live with it exactly. and you won't change it. It's only, so let's say that you are a smoker mm. and you have maybe a little bit of a cough, but it's not kind of life-changing or anything else. So maybe you feel a bit more lethargic, whatever it happens to be. Mm. You'll potentially live your life and still keep smoking. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's only if you go to the doctor and get a horrible diagnosis or something mm-hmm. that suddenly you become a non-smoker. Mm-hmm. And it's often those drastic things, whereas you say to yourself, potentially when you've quit smoking, geez, I've lived for the last seven years yeah. with this particular issue, but because it was never bad enough, because I've, I was comfortable with that, mm-hmm. then I didn't change anything. And that's where... I we always think about get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. But you can definitely look at it the wrong way and say <laughs> just because you have pain points and you can learn to live with them doesn't mean that that's the uncomfortable you need to get comfortable no, with. No, exactly. We have more control than we realize of the outcomes, right? And in particular, I'm thinking about, let's say you've got pain in your body, like chronic pain. There's actually a lot of information out there that will be able to help you get as well as you can like you don't need to live in that pain you there's actually probably methods out there that could alleviate it or dare i say improve it so much that you don't even notice it well also just don't be afraid of doing the work Mm, you know what mm. worst case you have a pain or discomfort or whatever it is in your life where it's physical mental emotional yep yep worst case you tackle it and you spend some time on it and you're not able to resolve it. Mm. So it is something that is kind of permanently stuck there. Mm. Well, at least you tried. Surely you go down fighting and swinging. Absolutely. That's what the whole experience was for. Give it your all because then you'll have no regrets. And so the end of that day too, I loved this. It was talking about the power of team building rapport with people, how to mirror them, how to use sneaky things. Not sneaky, that's the wrong word. How to build rapport using body language and talking Mm -hmm. and all that so that the people would not like you, but you know, you could get trust. You could build relationships um, for for whatever you wanted to do and I like the aspect of touching upon that selling if you actually believe your product will help people selling is not a bad thing like I I actually saw quite evidently in the comments whenever anyone would get up at the Tony Robbins event and basically present another option that you could invest in different courses different masterminds there was just this almighty feeling in the chat box oh this is ridiculous I don't pay all this money to come here and get sold to well wait a minute and I was one of the people going well wait a minute you've come to this life-changing event because somebody sold it to you why should they not have a right to sell other things that could equally change your life or somebody? What if it's the next right thing for someone else? Well, also for the most part, although they maybe mentioned that there was another course that might help you in a particular area, they definitely wrapped it in something that was instructive. They tried to get value with it. Yeah, there was was value in it. It was informational. And it wasn't just, hey, buy this course because that might help you with this. They actually um, showed anecdotal um, bits and pieces, maybe people's experience with it. And they didn't present it as a kind of lead-in. They just presented it as... I, I did this, I've done this and achieved that. Yeah. And this is the way that I achieved it. And this is the course that I went mm, on. Mm. And there will be people that go to this particular Unleash the Power mm. event and they maybe will want to look at exploring business growth and things yep. like that yep. and deeper diving in those areas. And they might not have known about it if it mm. wasn't mentioned to them. Absolutely. And every, so I'm not triggered whenever someone tries to, no, I'll use the right wording. I'm not triggered when anyone presents other products that they believe will genuinely add value and not to sell something for the sake of it. 
as long as that's not spending their whole time doing that, if it's no, just no. in in the right kind of place in the right kind of way, then not an issue at all. Mm, exactly. So yeah, it was definitely it was triggering for some people, but I'm in a different money mindset mentality like i think my products and services and the information i give is value i do stuff for free i do stuff that's not free but that's because i help but also believe there's value and and i need to charge for my if i'm putting my time in i can do more creative work knowing that i can pay the bills so i need to charge for some things so that i can be creative and help people absolutely and also people don't necessarily know the full suite of things if they're seeing you or hearing you for the first time they don't know what else you've got. So, for example, you've got a book on Amazon available. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> well, people will be triggered by that. No, so Probably. I've got book courses, a YouTube channel. We'll cover that at the end. So that gets us on to day three, okay? So, so hold now... on, day, day two oh. didn't finish with any ninja chopping? No, darling. Or, or no, backflips no, no. or anything? No, no, no. Just straight up normal life. <laughs> okay, so that one finished um, at around, I think, half nine, ten o'clock. Yeah, it was another so it wasn't such a long day. Yeah. And then we're going to day three. What's day, day three? three? Day three was all about... Well, the highlight is called Transformation Day. This this day, you were you were in tears a few times. Yeah, it, when, I, yeah. when I walked past you, <laughs> you, you definitely had a few. I, I guess they just make you explore thoughts and feelings exactly, that you have, exactly, and really deep dive. And I think they actually on the little bits and pieces I saw. So I tried to keep out the way to make sure you had as much space as possible. Yes, you need um, you need your own privacy because I think it's very good to go deep with it. Yep. And what I noticed was in the little bits and pieces that I saw as I was coming past mm, where you mm, were, mm. was they definitely were framing the things that they were saying and doing like a movie score. They had the right kind of music. Absolutely. Um, like when they were driving you to feel kind of positive and strong, they definitely had that kind of more epic music. Yep. And then when they wanted you to be more thoughtful and introspective, yep. they had the music to support it. So from a presentation point of view, they did a wonderful job of oh, setting on. the scene and putting your mind in the right place. Mm. So go on, what do they make So you day three, transformation day, it's called, this is the one that people turn up for. This is the one that most people, when they've been to Unleash the Power, talk about right so it's all set up actually dealing with a lot about your beliefs and the only way to a lot of people need to feel pain with their current beliefs in order to change them so if you believe and what we did was we basically deep dived into what are the top beliefs that you have held about yourself the majority of your life or right now so we're talking about you know believing you're not loved you're not worthy of success you can never be thin you can never be attractive you're never going to amount to anything you're not going to find love you're never going to get right really let's deep dive and get to the crux of it and it all generally comes back to not feeling good enough and not feeling loved right that's the simple and what they did with those they actually took you on an NLP technique which was to visualize it's called the dickens process so charles dickens Mm -hmm. um so if it was basically tony robbins developed this technique based on the christmas carol book you know where ebenezer scrooge he basically goes off and he sees his life in the past so all the pain that he's caused at the present he's obviously miserable he's got no family only the love of money to keep him going and then he sees a future where nobody cares he's got nobody around him and the whole point is you stage yourself you go back to the past you think about what those beliefs have cost you already so if you you know if you believe that you don't deserve money well in the past you've struggled with poverty or you've struggled with you know always saying oh you know we can't afford that we can't afford this yeah, experience or, you've been or maybe poor relationships with debt and all kinds right, of stuff or whatever you've said no and they really wanted us to focus on actually 
how have you made other people feel as well? So what damage have you not only done to yourself, but what choices is that then that mean for other people? So they went into the past, they, they brought you into the future, you know, or to, to present day, but then the crux of it was, right, keep those beliefs, keep those beliefs. Yeah, what happens if you never future. change? What happens in five, 10 years time? Exactly, if in you 20 never years change, time. If you are exactly the same, do not change anything. What does it look like if you keep doing those same yes. things with those same beliefs those same behaviors and everything else exactly and so let's imagine if it's smoking right you go 20 years down the line you're still puffing away well the worst and they wanted you to focus on what is the worst you could imagine happening what do your family feel like what about the people you love how are they then leading their life well if they've witnessed you pick up cigarettes are they now smoking and you're watching them kill themselves with cigarette? If you're overweight now and that gets, you know, more and more weight you're carrying, then your children, are they overweight now because they've watched your habits about eating? Really, like we're talking, it was about, I want to say an hour, this whole process. And there was lots of detail about what is the future like if you do not change? That's the thing, actually, yeah, they really wanted you to go to an extreme. So if you're overweight, then... That in the future you're not sitting on a plane seat anymore you're no. not able to fit into it you're not able really. to do and it was it was it's, it's life limiting and everything else and it's really pushing your thought process to the point of this is everything that your life could be yes exactly so they then brought you back to present day and said right write down the change what is the new belief that you need and so from that they then took you into the future again and they could and they got you to vision what life would look like with that change so if it was right no I can't eat this way because my children are getting overweight and blah, blah, like really strong right what could you do today action today right and they actually will talk about this some of the goals that they set us but literally go in the fridge and chuck out all the crap that's so, what you so could do today so it literally is you think of a Christmas carol, yeah. you think about the journey that Scrooge had and then when he woke up and realised that he was still in the now and he had the opportunity to make a change, then all of the actions he takes, the excitement he had for life yes. and it was all instant changes around to avoid that future. Yes. And that is ultimately what this experience is trying to lead you to yes. and identify the fact and I guess own the fact that you are the person that can change it, yep. that change is possible and that you just need to get started and you really feel strongly empowered Absolutely. to get on with it. Yeah, so that's, and Tony Robbins actually, this was the thing that changed him at the age of 24, 25. He was suicidal, overweight by four stone and this was the process that came to him one night and he did it and he lost like three stone in a month. He changed, he changed his life, right? And all that. So it's powerful. It works because it's NLP. So he knows, you know, how to trigger. And it's all about the weekend as well, giving you new ways of looking at like new motion. It's the full complement of what you hear, what, how you're using your body. We're jumping all about, we're high energy. And you know what I would say? I actually feel different going into this week. I don't know if you've noticed, maybe you've noticed, Matt, and you can comment, but I feel higher vibe. I feel more in control. There's a phrase that was through the whole weekend. You get to choose the state you live in. You get to choose whether you live in a beautiful, joyous, happy state. It's not, and this is, I think this is why I get so frustrated with sometimes money concepts out there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there teaching that you should suffer because you're in debt until you're debt free. When you're debt free, you're allowed to be, well, no, you're no, allowed no, no. to be happy. No, you're not allowed to be happy when you're debt free because then you need to 
cut everything out so you can become fire taking my time exactly so you can retire early so therefore everything is about basically stripping out all the expenses you don't need that aren't necessary that someone else deems aren't necessary by the way yeah so it's in power of other people and, yeah. and and also basically you're cutting out as much fun and joy as you can to a get out of debt and then b to end up retiring early yeah um and that's not a way to live your life. No, exactly. So that's my bugbear. And I, I don't think that's alien to anyone. It's all about, like, why are you putting off happiness for some moment in time that you can't guarantee? It's not prosperous. It's not prosperous. And the whole point is, why not be happy now? Why not be joyous now? If you can decide to be happy in the future, be happy now. And I've definitely take that on board every day. I'd like to think anyway. But it's a balance between you don't want to be happy now mm. at the expense of later but you don't want to avoid happiness now for later. Absolutely. So it's finding that balance. You don't spend all of your money when it comes in. You have to definitely be making sure that you're planning for the future, that you're being smart with where your money's going. But if you're intelligent about what you're spending, mm. then in all likelihood you'll have more spare. And therefore, it's one of those things where the more money you have as a surplus, the mm. more you can put to different areas, including fun. Absolutely. So that was a kind of pivotal point of day three. That's the thing that a lot of people have come back for repeat times because the process is very intensive. You do not get an option for recordings the whole weekend. You can't buy the recording. It is exclusive to the event. I'm sure on YouTube you could probably find you, you it. You might though. be able to find it, but also I think it's hard to get yourself in that zone. Mm, without, without that environment. Without the the tunes and the talk in your ear and 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 probably the build up to it and everything else so you have day three mm. which feels really intense but you also yes. come out feeling i think really positive mm. and strong and that you're ready for whatever life wants mm. to bring next mm. so um, tony robbins was on for some of the day three as well that's he was out back out yeah, for so, day so, three so some of it's pre-recorded and um, actually a good amount of it. So he's the one that takes you through yeah, yeah, this yeah. kind of transformational thing. Um, and then you move on to day four. Yes. Now, day four, I'm going to be honest, it was the toughest day. And not toughest as in mentally emotional. It was the toughest in terms of getting through the content. It didn't feel as vibrant. No. A little bit lower vibe, and I'll tell you why. So day four is called the 12 core principles of vital life. So the whole point is teaching people, you know, it's great if your mindset, if we've cured your mindset, you're going to do great things. But if you're not looking after your body, so it was all about exercise and diet and water and health habits. And it was... This is the thing. I think when it's mindset and knowledge, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're telling them that give up dairy and give up processed meat and like people, as you say, just felt they were getting told off. So there was a very noticeable dip in the vibe. And that is, I got a lot from it. As we've chatted about, I got a lot, but definitely in my group, there was quite a massive dip in the vibe. So I saw actually that your vibe was lower and also they had less of the breakout kind of Mm. energizing, prancing around and clapping and stuff. They had little bits, but they, they felt like they were still lower vibe and everything else. And it definitely felt like there was, I guess, identification of areas that maybe you're going wrong mm, as individuals mm, as far yeah. as what you consume or what you do. But it definitely felt like a, a lecture. Almost if you go to... Actually, everyone has probably had this experience. You go to the dentist, 
You go to the hygienist, and no matter how good you are with your teeth, <laughs> they still make you turn up like a bloody mess after you're finished. <laughs> you, you, your gums are bleeding, and it's like, well, you've been... Why are they bleeding? Because you've been poking them with some stabby thing. Of course they're bleeding. And they say, you need to floss more. So how you feel when you come out the hygienist, Mm -hmm. it felt a little bit like that to me in the bits and pieces. So I caught a little bit more of the kind of later session on this. And it felt like you feel after you finish with the hygienist and they're Mm -hmm. speaking to you about your habits and what you do. And... That definitely, I think, is less of a high vibe Mm. and more of a session where you sometimes think, right, I'm doing my best or I've made some choices. And yes, I can make some more choices. Mm. But in some ways, it can be about the presentation. It didn't feel like it was as uplifting as it could be and more like a you need to stop this, 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 yes. this. Yeah, yeah, But the, the flip side is like we're not alien to these concepts. Like there's, you can put on Netflix and there's lots of videos and films about giving up dairy and shit. Like, of the, course. The, the information was largely stuff. good. Um, I think there were a few a opinion few bits pieces. A bit out of the air, yeah. Yeah, a few, a few pieces that were opinion-based and um, and also a few areas where they focused, but they didn't give the focus enough explanation, mm. which meant that it was, I guess, very tight in information, mm. but very woolly at the same time, which means that you're not extracting everything from it. They, mm. they kind of didn't apply circumstantial thought to it mm. um so but overall there was a lot of good information in there mm, mm. Uh, but my personal issue with it was that i think that we are quite well informed yeah so we could extract the things which were more valuable and we could i guess discount a few of the things that maybe we didn't agree with in yeah, there yeah, yeah. yeah whereas i think other people maybe if they're less in tune either they'll take everything on board as it is mm. and then feel like they have to follow things to the letter which maybe is less achievable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they'll hear a few things that they don't agree with or or can't do mm-hmm. and then dismiss everything yeah no exactly and that's my biggest yeah. concern you can't you have a lot of people that are all or nothing yeah and you're you're polarized and i think you'll end up with more people doing the nothing than mm. the all but the end of this day so day four so tony robbins came out at the very 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 end like we're talking it was like literally half like ten, five minutes yeah. just to say thank wife, you for coming which, goodbye which is fine so the whole day was led by other people which is absolutely fine in my books a little bit lower vibe there wasn't as many breaks there wasn't as much dancing keeping the energy high quite serious content i get that i'm very actually i will say it's given me a really great nudge and in particular knowledge that i relearned I'm applying in terms of actually helping a couple of family members and we're really we've actually just focused on a little couple of two millimeter nudges haven't we again as I said we we were able to take things from it Mm. that I think um, were valuable to us and that we can help nudge us forward just re-highlighting areas that maybe we didn't really focus on Mm. and we can tweak a little bit Mm. so there was value in it I'm not suggesting there wasn't value I guess just the delivery wasn't as uplifting yeah so the the takeaway of the very end day was also doing a 10 day challenge so in our workbooks they gave us like can we be on a rebounder for half an hour in a day rebounders are kind of like mini trampoline get your lymph nodes and lymph system working kind of basically get rid of everything that's bad for you so dairy meat can you go without meat for 10 days you know focus on your water think about also eliminating you know a lot of nonsense that you're reading in the newspaper like really focus on what's the best quality something we preach what's the best quality of life for 10 days so so i think that they're looking for you to maybe go to an extreme and then maybe bounce back to somewhere that's more settled for you Mm -hmm. but yeah upping your water level reducing your processed foods and everything else if you are going to have um things like 
meat, then ideally cut it out for what they're suggesting. Yep, but 10 re- days, yep. But reduce it significantly as a long-term thing. Um, make sure that your vegetable consumption's up. So all yeah. these things that you know probably are good for you, uh, but you don't necessarily do. And for 10 days, I think most people can give all these things a try Absolutely. and to stick with it. And see, and I've seen differences in my body. Um, we've actually switched to kind of non-dairy options. But anyway, the main takeaways I find useful on day four were actually the, the life skills. So Tony Robbins talks about find a goal, model people who have what you want and take the same massive action. So he was really giving us also his strategies. He talks about priming for the day, which is kind of like a morning routine. So do breath work to get your body, you know, all energized, lots of deep breaths, oxygen. Think about gratitude. Think about giving to others. What questions can you ask about your day? Using your, now he called it net time. So basically when you're in the car, when you're at a walk, when you're in the shower use that for learning always be learning to then apply something and then no matter what he really strive for education so one or two times a year do something that is new immersion learning for like three or four days a new skill a new topic so I think when we're adults once we leave school we get stuck in this mindset of we go to work we live for the weekend and he's like treat it as if you're still at school pick a couple of subjects and keep learning about them. That's just, it's those two millimetre differences, as he said, that's just going to set you apart from, because the bigger, you know, the further down the line you go, when you just start two millimetres out, you're then 45 degrees out, you're then 90 degrees, you're then, you know, 180 degrees from everyone else. Absolutely. that That's the thing. We discussed it before as well. It's the small steps. You do a small step every day and they add up. And if you compare your small steps one day to someone's zero steps... When you're looking at that day, you're not far away from them at all. You look a week down the line, you're a little bit ahead or a little bit further on a different path, but it's not that much. But you go to a year, two years, three years down the line, and suddenly there's a massive gap. Mm-hmm. All of this compound interest of the little bits and pieces you've done add up so much that you end up far on away in a better place and a place that you want to be. Mm, absolutely. So yeah, to summarize, would I do it again? I am extremely thankful for the version of Unleash the Power that I got to attend. I actually think I I relished the opportunity to be at home, to be able to go to the toilet without getting past, you know, 4,000 people or whatever. Having to climb past people in a little (laughs) row. Could get dinners anytime I wanted. I... I feel that you missed out on a lot of the key emotions because you're not seeing people around you and their vibe. Um, But I am incredibly grateful for the experience. It was perfect for me. I don't know if I would do it again. I think based on what we've seen and you listening to stuff, I think that it would largely be a repeat. Mm -hmm. Um, And and also, see, I don't think that the day four finishing on a lower vibe. Yeah, yeah means that you're as uplifted to do what's next yeah, potentially yeah, or yeah. to say oh this was so transformational i think if it had ended on day three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then potentially you would say wow i feel like this and even though the content might be the same mm-hmm. i would go to experience this again because day four felt like it was kind of dragging you back to earth a little bit yeah, more yeah. then it doesn't leave you in that place and yeah the content i think will be exactly the same give or take next time and a time after and a time after yep. and a time after so for some people maybe if they're not quite as much into self-development as you are and yep. reading books and challenging yourself and thinking about things and 
the discussions that we have as well. Yep. If you don't have that, then I can see that maybe a top up would be quite good for you. Yep. Every couple of years, maybe every year even. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But for you, I don't think going back to that same event is going to provide that much value. I would love to do the other things that he has on offer. I'd love to do their business mastery course because, you know, obviously we've got a business. I love their ethical and mindset around business and how to do it really great. You oh. know, I do see that. So I think that would be really great for us to go to. Um, I'm not, I would like to maybe do Date with Destiny, which is their big five-day signature program. All these things though, are a significant upgrade in price. Um, and obviously there's, there was different incentives during the weekend but you know for me and you I know that it's kind of like do we want to do things and then the money happens I think it's the right way to look at like decide what's right for you and then like don't worry about the money it's going to appear you know exactly. what, whenever it's, you focus on and, it and that really comes down to things that we discuss and also yeah. kind of day one on the Tony Robbins thing is set a goal aim for it and then you do the work to make it happen you just need to be certain about what you want to do and, yeah. and when you want to do it mm -hmm. and then if you really want it, you'll facilitate a way to put it in place. Absolutely. So yeah, it was it was perfect for it was perfect for me. I think some of the time on day four it dipped a little bit. I think it could have been better managed, but I don't know how else to manage it. I with don't that know. Just, topic. just don't make it feel like you're at the hygienist at the dentist. <laughs> Maybe, but you know what? I've taken a huge amount away from it. I feel that I'm a different person stepping out. I know we're doing different things in life, making stuff happen. So yeah, would I recommend it to someone else? I Actually, I think I would. Absolutely. Especially at the price. I mean, you paid yeah. just over £300, yep. I think, for it. Yep. For and it's normally five, six hundred in person. And yeah. I think... And travel and hotels. There's no travel hotels or anything else. Um, and because it looks like it's going to be virtual next year, I yes. think, in the summertime yep. or yep. something. June, June. So I definitely would recommend that if it is virtual and if you can get it for a price that you can afford and it feels mm. reasonable. Also, by the way, they don't limit you to how many people you can have in the room. In theory, mm -hmm. you can have your whole family watching. The yeah, thing. exactly. They had whole families. It was quite incredible. Although I think when you're doing some of the more um, deep diving emotional pieces, <laughs> maybe you, <laughs> you, not you won't get quite as much yeah. because you'd be too self-conscious. But... I would definitely recommend that because then you don't have the expenses, all the other mm. kind of supplementary pieces that you mentioned. Um, and yeah, really good value. No, so yeah, that would be my takeaway. The takeaway is I think there's a lot of exclusive strategies and techniques. Tony Robbins is incredibly skilled. He's been doing it for, you know, two thirds of his life. Incredibly skilled. A really good storyteller as well, as in really, yeah, really sets good. up all the principles. I think to experience him live, it is worth it. I think to experience a couple of days of him teaching you without making it him being the star, no, I think it's see, really incredible. I, I also thought that day two was really good. I know he there was other there people as well. Recordings. Yeah. Those people were also very good. Yeah. So there's a lot of key people. I think Tony Robbins is one of the greats of our time to learn from. I, I look at him, I look at his relationships, I look at how he values money, I look at the good stuff he's doing, and you know what? I think he's doing great things so I certainly think he's one of the the better people to follow after in his techniques so I really hope today you've enjoyed this episode um it's been really great sharing with you my experiences of that event if you are thinking about doing it yourself if you would like to find any more information about the stuff that we do although on this podcast you can obviously check out all other 24 episodes that are in the back catalogue and also why not hit subscribe give us a five-star review if you have enjoyed it also, why not share it with some other people? So unlike YouTube, where you get recommendations and stuff going on, Nobody on podcasts, <laughs> podcasts, it's harder to see things that yeah. you might like off of the back of what you'd listen to. So if you think someone else might like this, please do share it with them. 
Exactly. And yeah, if you want to find me and Matt a little bit further on other social medias, I've got a YouTube channel called Mama Furfer. You can also find me on Instagram at Mama Furfer. And Matt is at Matt Kempson yes, on I Instagram. Yes, I am. And also we've got a channel called The Kempson House on YouTube, which yes. is our little life behind the scenes and just a mishmash of things that we fancy recording. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll speak to you very soon.